kite energy might start to soar. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halprin, and it's This Week in Water. The Amazon rainforest has played a vital role in regulating global climate by absorbing heat-trapping CO2 and storing it in vegetation. But because of deforestation and global warming, it may be reaching a tipping point where it becomes a grassy savanna and forests can't return. A new study says more than three-quarters of the rainforest, particularly near urban areas, has lost its ability to recover because of deforestation from logging and slash-and-burn practices to promote farming. Weather extremes and drought further reduce the forest's ability to bounce back. Well, the study says that the process of transforming the Amazon into a savanna could take decades. It would have significant effects of accelerating the climate crisis dramatically, changing regional weather patterns and endangering biodiversity. Even just a partial dieback would lead to more global warming. The researchers worried that a sudden release of greenhouse gases from the Amazon would put the goal of the Paris Agreement to limit temperature rise to 1.5 degrees Celsius out of reach. If you have a cat, have you ever looked at the ingredients of their favorite food? If it lists vague terms like fish, ocean fish, or white bait, according to a new study from the National University of Singapore, you might be feeding your furry friend endangered shark meat. Researchers used DNA barcoding to analyze 45 different pet food products that were sold in Singapore. They found about one-third of the samples, which included top brands such as Sheba, Whiskas, and Fancy Feast, contained shark DNA. The most commonly identified species were blue shark, silky shark, and the white tip reef shark, the latter two of which are listed as vulnerable on the internationally recognized red list. Sharks are crucial for keeping marine ecosystems in balance, but it's estimated that their numbers have declined by more than 70% in the last 50 years, impacting entire food chains and the health of seagrass beds and coral reefs. The researchers say three-quarters of all shark species are considered at risk of extinction, in part because of the demand for their fins, but also because of their use in pet food and cosmetics. They say around 100 million sharks may be killed annually. Shark DNA has also been found in pet food samples and a wide range of beauty products sold in the U.S. The authors are calling for globally implemented standards to avoid over-exploitation of endangered species and more transparency in labeling to help consumers make informed choices. The invasion of Ukraine has underscored the urgency of getting off fossil fuels, which beyond furthering the climate crisis, are putting energy security at risk for countries dependent on Russia's natural gas. In response, European governments are speeding up their transition to renewables such as wind and solar, and as they do, a new technology might be part of the mix. Kites. A German company called Sky Sales Power has launched the world's first airborne wind energy system at a pilot site on the island nation of Mauritius off the coast of Africa. Its kite looks like a paraglider sail and moves in a figure eight pattern in the sky. 
As it flies, it tugs on its tether to power a generator on the ground. Kites have an advantage over wind turbines by being able to reach higher altitudes where the wind blows stronger and more consistently. Experts say wind energy a half mile above Earth could be four and a half times greater than at ground level. Kites could bring relatively cheap energy to remote locations or be tethered to barges in deep ocean waters beyond where traditional wind turbines can be anchored. Their height is adaptable, so they can be moved up or down to access winds that change with the seasons, or stowed away during severe weather or hurricanes. Interest in kites is soaring, with companies in the Netherlands and Norway developing systems. But while they go high, a Swedish-based company is going low, as in deep underwater. Its tethered glider will sail through ocean currents to generate power. And finally, since the 1960s, the river running through the heart of Chicago has been legally dyed green to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. This year was no exception. But people have been unlawfully coloring other portions of the Chicago River in recent years, which can harm fish and wildlife, in particular river otters, which have made a stunning comeback following efforts in recent decades to clean the waterway. River otters used to be endangered in Illinois, but are no longer after being reintroduced in the 1990s. The population of the animals in the state has soared from about 100 to 20,000. Authorities were out patrolling during the parade last weekend to make sure illegal dyes were not put into the river that could hurt not only otters, but also fish and other aquatic species. The ingredients of the official dye are a closely guarded secret, but the group Friends of the Chicago River told WTTWTV they'd like to see a new tradition that highlights the river ecosystem and offers a greener way to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That's it for This Week in Water, which is sponsored by Bring Back the Blue, working to remove plastics from the ocean to support energy projects and the blue economy. Learn more at bringbacktheblue.blue.